The Torah tells us in the portion of Noach that God instructs Noach, Sohar Tasa Lateva. What is Sohar? Sarashi gives two possible interpretations. Some say it is a window, others say it was a precious stone that was a source of light that brought light into the Teva, into the ark. So, what is Rashi trying to explain? He's interpreting the word Sohar as from the word Saharayim, which means the afternoon. In other words, a time of brightness. And he's explaining different ways that possibly light could have been brought into the ark. The Rebbe asks, though, a couple of questions. First of all, Sohar is individual. What, what good would one window or one precious stone do for an entire ark. The ark was massive. It was 450 feet approximately by, uh, by, 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 uh, by uh, over um, 75 feet wide. There are three different floors. There's multiple cells, different cells for each one of the animals. What good is one window? Even one diamond, although the diamond could be brought around to different places. But for sure, one window, what good will that do? What light could it already add? Furthermore, whenever Rashi brings two interpretations, it's because each one has still a question that's unresolved, that the other one doesn't have that question. So there, he brings the two, and he brings the one that fits better in the text of the of the of the of the words themselves, of the Torah itself, first, and secondly, the one that maybe answers that question, but doesn't fit as well in the, in the text of the reading itself. What are the, what are the different explanations and the different reasons that each one could be interpreted. Furthermore, some other commentaries explain the word Sohar as from the word Yitzhar, which means oil. And they explain, therefore, that Noah brought in oil to be able to give light throughout the Teva, to have lights, to have, to have candles throughout the entire ark. That would seem to at least answer some of the questions with the first. Why doesn't Rashi bring that at least as a third interpretation? Furthermore, the Rebbe asks, what would be the point of a window in the ark? The, the Torah tells us later that God promised at the end of the uh, flood that from now on, Day and night, the seasons shall not cease. And Rashi interprets there that throughout the entire time of the flood, there was no day and night. Definitely, at least, there's different interpretations, either the full year of the flood, or at the very least, during the first 40 days, when it was raining, there was no day and night. So what would be the point of a window anyway? What good will a window do? What, what, what light will it, will it bring in? So the Rebbe explains that, therefore, that what is Rashi saying? That God instructs Noah to make a window. He didn't tell her to make a, a source of light. Generally, you don't find the details of the ark expressed in God's instructions. It doesn't say to make a cover to the ark, even though later at the end of the flood, it says he took the cover off the ark. It doesn't say to make a door, it just says where the door shall be placed. The instructions that are given are not because they were needed in the ark, they're because they serve a particular purpose. Therefore, Rashi will interpret the simple reading of the text that of course Noah had candles, of course he had oil to bring light throughout the ark. And when the Torah says, so hartasa lateva, make a light, it's not just saying, make a, make, have a source of light. He's anyway going to have a source of light. It's saying, make an additional source of light. And that's what it's saying. Make an additional window, even if it's just one window, to bring in an added light into the ark or bring in the added the, the added uh, source of light, the added bright stone that's going to be able to give light, an additional light throughout the ark beyond the light that he needed anyway. If the interpretation is window, right? 
Why is there a window? It's to bring in added light and it serves also other purposes. That doesn't fit so well for, for several reasons. One, the Torah later uses the word, the word chalon, the window of the ark. Why here would it be using a term sohar? The term sohar would imply that the main point is just for light. A source of light, in other words, even though it's a window, it's not for the other reasons. It's mainly for the light that it brings in. But again, then we'll have the same questions. Most of the time of the flood, the window serves no purpose of bringing in light. And what light does one window already bring? That's why Rashi brings the second interpretations, that others say that it's a bright stone, which according to that, you could bring it wherever you need additional light in the ark, and also it will work throughout the entire time of the flood. But that doesn't fit so well in the literal words of the text, because the text says, Sohar ta'asela Make it Sohar for the ark. Make it Sohar would fit if it's a window. Make a window for the ark. If it's a precious stone, if it's a source of light, then it wouldn't say make it Sohar for the, for the ark. It would say bring it Sohar into the ark. And that's why Rashi brings the, the first interpretation as a window, which fits better in the simple reading of the text, but it has that question. What would be the point? So that's why he brings the second interpretation as well. Furthermore, the Rebbe says, when you're talking about a chalain, when you're talking about a window, Yes, in fact, the way in which the, the, the flood came about was that there was no light whatsoever. However, the Torah tells us later that when God first started bringing the flood, he brought the waters down in a relaxed fashion so that if the people will repent, if they will do teshuva, if they will return, then it will become gishmei bracha, it will become rains of blessing. According to that, that would mean that the first text, that a window you should make for the ark, would fit with that, with that interpretation. That God wants the flood to come in such a way where the light will be able to function, where the light will be able to, to be of help. It's only because they didn't do so that it ends up not being able to, 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 to function. And that's why that, that interpretation fits better with the text than the second one, the one about the diamonds. What's the lesson for us? The Rebbe says something very beautiful. He says there's two different forms of light that are being described here. We're saying bring extra light into the ark, but there's two different forms in which it can take. One is create a window. In other words, bring light from the outside. The other is bring a precious stone, have a source of light within. When we deal with the world, we're involved with the world, so there's, we need to bring light into the world. We need to bring extra light into the world. But there's different ways we can do that. One, open a window. In other words, sure, we live in a world where godliness is concealed, where light is concealed, but we know that it's really out there. There is stuff that could illuminate, even the darkness. So even when we're dealing with the physical world and we're dealing with all of the constrictions and concealments of a darkened world, create a window because that window will let in light. It'll let us appreciate like the moments that we see the synchronicity of divine providence. There, there's those moments that will illuminate the darkness and make us recognize that even though we were dealing with what seemed to be a dark situation, there's actually light that can be brought in. There's actually illumination that can be brought in that will break through when we remove the concealment we remove the blockage we open a window we can see how there's light in the in the in the natural world as well 
But when we do that, then we reach a higher state, which is not only that we can open a window, we can bring light in from the outside to illuminate the darkness, but actually the second interpretation where we have a diamond. In other words, once we've opened that window, once we've learned how to appreciate light, we can then get to a point where we see that the light actually comes from within, where we see that nothing in this world is truly dark. Everything has a light contained within it. Even that which seems to conceal godliness, really, internally, if you only get rid of the blockage, you'll recognize that it also has a purpose. It also has illumination to it. We just have to tap into it. We'll reach that second type of illumination of Evan Teva Hamiira Lahem, that there's a precious stone. In other words, that the light doesn't just come in from the outside, but the light actually shines from deep within.